Hi, and welcome to Noise Violation Podcast. Today we have a law of attraction expert, Miss Jenny Gain, the the uh, what <laughs> curate the future live live your truth. The website live your truth. She is the owner operator of a blog, podcast, and consultant. Welcome to the show, Jenny. I love it. Great introduction, Blake. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. Um, <laughs> Are you liking the podcast life so far? I'm very new to it, and so I'm a little rough around the edges. So I'm working to smooth out the uh, smooth out everything. So yeah, best way just do it. Yeah, just do yeah. it, and yeah, same way we started ours. I have I have a podcast manifest it now, and when we started it, my co-host asked me. She's like, "Hey, do you want to start a podcast? Just talk about law of attraction," and I'm like. Yeah, that sounds kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> and now we love it. It's been the best thing ever. So is that uh, your main niche, Law of Attraction? Do you talk to yeah. other guests or are they mainly focused on the Law of Attraction? Yeah, we. so my podcast co-host is Cassie Parks and we don't really have a lot of guests on our show. We just have like a very natural, easy discussion that goes back and forth and people really love it. And we, it's cool to see how it's, we've been doing it for almost five years now and over time, how our discussions have progressed and based on like what is being asked and how we're growing in our own lives and just the depth and the understanding of LOA you know, how it, how it, um, LOA or law of attraction for those who aren't in the, yeah. you know, you might need world. To explain that to my audience. What, yeah. what is the basic, uh, principle or sentences that you can give for law of attraction? So law of attraction is like a universal law, like the law of gravity, right? So it's always there. It's always present. It's always working. And this law is instead of keeping you on the ground, this law is all about um, like attracting like. Okay, so and a lot of, and I want people to think of it in like energy terms. So it's like like energy is drawn together. And if you just think about it like that, then you kind of understand it because some of the misconceptions out there about it are more along the lines like think positive and you're going to have a great life. And that's a great place to start. Yes, like thinking positive is an important part, but it is certainly not the essence or the core of it. And, and so, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, and, <clears throat> excuse me. And so you've been doing it for five years. Um, Podcasts, yeah. We, I think I started my business six years ago now. And so have you seen, from my standpoint, it seems like I see a lot more law of attraction stuff. I don't know yeah. if I'm attracting it or <laughs> that is part of it. <laughs> what do you know? Like what's your experience of it or what do you know of it? Um, kind of like the secret. Yeah. I've watched, yeah. I've watched the secret and more of the inspirational kind of business gurus talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, That's the coolest thing. It's like in everything, whether someone's using, the words law of attraction they're like make sure to visualize make sure to feel your goal before it happens that's all law of attraction right. yeah yeah it's like uh write out your million dollar check before exactly. you actually even have it or act like you have it and then it'll come to you um yeah. so is it is it a is the market growing is 
is it becoming more widespread? Um, I mean, from my perspective, and again, it could be because I'm in this. And so that's my world. Um, it feels like, I believe like our world is shifting, especially right now, right? During all of this, like we have this opportunity to awaken. So when all of a sudden so much is out of our control, we're like, where do we go? How do we get our groundedness? How do we know who we are? And we, it's almost like we're forced to look inside. And so the more and more people that are understanding, hey, I have some power here. There's, I have um, a responsibility to myself and like, I have some control in my life, then yes, I think that market is growing because the more and more people are waking up to understand that they have some power in this and being able to create the life they want. Yeah. And so when people come to work with you, what's the main topic that they're trying to attract? I get mostly um, attract the love of their life or the career of their dreams. So a lot of people are working in places that are just okay. So some of, I guess you could call it a niche-ish, but is like this idea that life is good, but I feel like there's more for me. You know, like I feel like life is supposed to be better than this. And, and what's this secret? Why do people have, some people have everything that they want and why does it like a career that's like fulfilling and aligned with their purpose and that kind of feeling. So I would say 99% of the people that come to me have that desire within them to like, I want to live this life fully. I want to reach my potential, you know? Yeah. And so for the people who don't have that love of their life, that relationship that they're um, kind of chasing after what, What's keeping them from, from gaining that or attaining that or attracting that into their life? Specifically with love, you mean? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, how I teach everything and talk about it is about you aligning with you. So it's much more about you taking care of yourself and becoming, I call it in alignment. So you become in alignment with yourself, which just means you're living your life based on what's important for you versus trying to change for this person or make this person happy. Like you have to uncover, like, what is it? Who are you? What do you want? And when you make choices and think thoughts that are honoring that, then you're going to align with that person, with that love, that's going to be a match to that. Right? So if someone like, I'll give you a more specific example, if someone's feeling really, um, insecure and they're not under, like they don't feel worthy in their life or they don't even know what they want, then that kind of, when we're talking about law of attraction, that has a vibration, like a frequency of vibration. And so because like attracts like, you're going to attract someone into your life that is on that same kind of level. Now, the fulfilling, outrageous, amazing love doesn't exist on that vibrational level of insecurity or jealousy or any of those kind of things, right? So, but what most of us do is we try to find a person or someone else that will make us feel confident. So we try to like use them as our excuse, but it just never works. So we have to take responsibility for, for how we feel in our own vibration in order to be able to um, find that match. Does that make sense? So like when we get yeah. to that level, then the law of attraction can bring us someone at the same level. 
Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I interviewed a psychologist and he said uh, one of the main problems people have is they don't love themselves enough. So I mean, it's at the core of everything. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's one of those things though, right? Like people are like, okay, fine. How do I love myself more? It's like, it's not even just what you say to yourself. It's this, the biggest thing I think in, you know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of attraction stuff out there, but unless you're tuned into the emotional part of it, the like being this part being the biggest part. So like, I can say loving things to myself, but unless I'm feeling that connection or that love to myself, I'm not going to actually be getting it. Right. It's like, uh, like what you're saying in alignment with your mind and your body and the thoughts you're thinking and actually feeling those thoughts and, and radiating yeah. those. Um, and then, you know, other people see that other people, will see it and then be attracted to you because you, you are living your dream and then you're, you are the person you want to be. And yeah. that goes along, it goes along with like, so why I named my company live your truth is just because I feel like every person on this planet has a unique, um, something to offer this world and that's their truth. And we're so taught to like, and conditioned to be the same and go down this path. And we're taught that like this way is the right way, you know, all these societal conditioning. And so living your truth is really about breaking free of all these limiting beliefs and thoughts that you've learned unconsciously. Like there's no fault or there's no blame. We are where we are and we can blame our parents. That's the best thing. <laughs> But um, it's like learning how to live your path, your own path, and stay true to that. And for people who are off the path and don't even know there's a path, um, how do you get them to, you know, come, come to their truth and, and find their purpose? Uh, what are some things that you tell people? Well, one of the, the biggest thing that's kind of core to how I, how I teach and coach is that I don't actually know the answers for people. That's all it's, I just am helping guide them to their own knowing. So if someone, like when you ask that question, if someone doesn't even know they're off the path, then they're not ready for any change. Cause we want to be how, you know, you're ready for something is when you're asking those questions, like, can I have a more fulfilling life? Like, can it get better than this? And like having that desire within themselves first, that's like a great um, starting point. And then once, and this is how LOA works. Once you start acknowledging that those questions within you, you'll start getting answers because now you're open to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing that, and is where I start with everyone is paying attention to how you feel so how you're emotionally responding to life right because one of gaining control and taking responsibility of your creation right so i love how you said radiating because it is it's like we're radiating this energy out into the world and the universe or however you want to term it is is responding back to you giving you that same stuff back so if we can learn and you 100 percent can to manage or control the energy that you're putting out that's how you get to influence and control what's coming back right and mm -hmm. so 
how we interpret humans, how we interpret energies through our emotions. So if we are like, if we observe something and we have this negative anger emotion or, or anything, that's the, the energy we're putting out into the world. And the law of attraction is going to respond by bringing something or someone that's a match to that anger back to us. And then we're like, why is this person such an a-hole? <laughs> and it's like, oh, <laughs> because I guess I was angry from this other thing. And I was like putting that out. And so the biggest thing and where we start is with an awareness of what you are putting out. Because, you, you know, you can't go anywhere until you have that, until you know what you are putting out there. And is there a way to increase that awareness? Yes, absolutely. Pay attention. So awareness is one of those things to, to teach because, and actually so many things are in this because they're so sometimes intangible. Um, but it's super, super simple. It's like you just notice when you have an emotion and then why? Like, okay, so because we, we can't ignore our, our emotions. We're going to notice when we're happy or when we're sad or whatever, when we're in love, when we're angry. And if the emotion will be intense enough that we can, you know, we might not notice the little ones or that comes later on, the more fine-tuned we get into, our, into noticing, into our self-awareness. Um, but we know when we're not in a good mood or when we're in a great mood. So then we just start paying attention and observing what's going on within us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, we did the relationship. How about the career, the, the person who um, is working in a job they don't like and <laughs> they know they don't like it, but they want to switch or even they're, you know, burning out uh, yeah. with their current job but they're not sure if they want to switch. How do you get, how do you talk to people about their career and whether they oh, there's so many good things just need to suck it up and work or, you know, hop definitely off not, the... definitely not. Well, <laughs> you know what? Some people might view it like that, that it's a part of that, but we have to remember. So one of my, um, we can't create or attract effortlessly our dream job or dream career if we're in the vibration of like frustration and hate and poor me, right? That makes sense, right? Like this vibration is here. The dream job is up here. They just don't match. So we have to find a way if we want, if you want to leverage law of attraction and when you are leveraging your energy, you have a gazillion times more power to create and life is easier. It happens quicker, smoother. It's more fun. It's more enjoyable. And you get just more of the things you want. So I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to know this stuff. <laughs> it just takes, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it takes life up to the next level. Um, so I, into really simple terms, we can't attract this vibration from down here, right? So we have to find a way to focus in order to move our vibration about our job up here. Now, this is what is, gets tricky because people are like, I can't like my job. I hate it. And that's one of the biggest, go ahead. Right. It's like, I can't vibrate that high until I get that job or something. Exactly. Right? Waiting for the thing to feel that way. 
So if someone is waiting for the money to be able to relax, waiting for the job to feel successful, waiting for the relationship to feel loved, you're missing it. That's that we got to find a way to, to take, cause you're, then you are being a react, um, a reactor to life conditions versus a responder. So you're just being a victim to whatever happens in your life. You know, you're not really choosing or being deliberate. And so coming back to the career and the job example is that, um, the, oh yeah, most people try to jump. They try to go from like, how can, I can't love my job when I hate it, Jenny. And they will say these to th things to me, like, you expect me to love my job. I have to go drive this. I have these awful people. And I'm like, you have the power to change your perspective. And we can't go that this is where most people, I don't, they don't, no one fails, but most people get, struggle with this. If they try to go to jump, like jump to, from hate to love. What if it just wasn't hate? What if it was just like frustration? You know, what if it was like, well, at least I have a job kind of thing. So we have the power to incrementally shift our vibration and that's where the power is. And that's what we want, right? So in the case of a job, this is where focusing on what's positive comes in. And so finding actually the parts of work that are enjoyable. Like there's a reason we work and it's generally to get a paycheck so we can afford our lifestyles, you know? And um, even if that's the only thing we start to focus on, we will start to build and transition our vibration to be closer to that dream job. And then once you raise a little bit, you'll attract something else that comes in that is closer to that. So then you're like, oh yeah, I guess um, I feel really good. And I was able to take that week off work. That's nice. I get paid to not, you know, so you start to like, because you're raising your vibration, you start to attract more ideas about why it's good. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the things I want to just make sure to, to share is that there it, say if there's 10 things in your life so 10 things in your life and nine of them are going awful that's going bad that's going bad that's good. but one thing is going well that's enough to shift your vibration to start getting things going in the right direction but it is just having the mm, desire and making that choice that i'm going to keep my focus on that one thing long enough that it will draw in something else. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I like the, the long timeline, you know, mm. it's not instant. You got to work yeah. at it and actually focus on it and take baby steps to, you know, reach your goals. But, you know, that's yeah. what makes it worth it because if you just got everything you wanted instantly, then you probably wouldn't enjoy What fun it is that? Much. Yeah. You know, I always use this example with my clients of how, you know, if they're coming wanting, you know, the relationship and, you know, we get on the phone and I'm like, so how would it feel if, you know, someone, the guy knocked on your door tomorrow and said, would you marry me? And they were like, no, I don't want that. You know, I want the courting. I want the dating and I want it all in perfect time. I'm like, exactly. So because it's like the unfoldment of time that's most satisfying to us, that journey there. That's why we're here. 
Um, it's kind of like where you're at right now, like starting your podcast and like having this desire of, of where it's going to grow, really enjoying this part, this part of it. Yeah. It's all new and exciting to me. And it's like, yeah, it's, I don't even know what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) You're not. That's the best part. (laughs) When Cassie and I started ours, it was very much like when you take the intention of joy into it, right? It's, that is very LOA because you're carrying that into the actions. Um, And so you're going to get a response that matches more of what you want. Right. It's almost like, it's just, I want to do this. So I don't care almost if it's right or wrong. It's just something that I want to do to try and, and better myself and then better the people around me and the, the people following me. Um, it's kind of like an osmosis thing. If, if I do it and put myself out there, then the people looking at me or uh, are close to me can, can do things too. It's like yeah. uh, almost permission or something. And it's very LOA. I mean, you're leading by example, right? Mm-hmm. And so people are going to feel that energy. When I got your, um, the email from your girlfriend and she said, do you wanna, you, would you like to help him achieve his dreams? I'm like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I would love. Because <laughs> yeah. I know the fulfillment of that. That's awesome. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, being you're kind of similar to me as you're living your dream, living mm-hmm. your truth, I should say and putting yourself out there and being a leader but Mm -hmm. also you have people around you who you see so much potential in um that aren't as aware or confident or think they can do it um how do you talk to those people or do you try to you know shift them um (laughs) it's like uh you just see them going down the wrong way and how do you help them? Oh, I love this question. So I actually don't, I don't try to help them because, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why I used to be someone that tried to do that and would see other people's on what I perceived as the wrong path or going down a bad path. Um, and then through this work, I realized that, I don't know what's best for everyone. So that's one of those things that um, as you evolve in this, you realize that there's so many right answers, okay? And so living life in alignment is about that person honoring their path. And we don't know what that is. Nobody knows what is right for us other than us. And so for me to say, you should be different, and you shouldn't be doing that to someone else. That's the opposite of upliftment. That's the opposite of inspiring because I'm seeing them from a place of, of wrongness or, or weakness or something that they're doing something wrong versus I could have the perception of them that is, wow, you're exactly where you need to be. And I trust that. And when we think of being on the other side of this, so energetically I could get into, but if we think about being on the other side of this, when, when we feel off or we know we're not where we want to be in our life or something, we know that we don't need someone else to tell us that, you know, and have that pressure. What we need is someone holding that space for our potential. 
Okay. So imagine the difference of like, even like as an entrepreneur following your passions, like talking to someone or your friends being surrounded by people that are like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. That's a great idea. Keep following that one. Or I believe you can do it versus shouldn't you think of this? Shouldn't you think of this? What about this option? Like what is more supportive to your well being, to your dreams coming true? It's those people that hold the space. And so that's one of the, and this happens a lot in my clients too, because they start to learn this. They're feeling great. Their lives are awesome. And then they're like, oh, but this negative person is around me. And oh, my, my daughter's not doing that right. Or my husband's not here. They're doing all this wrong. And I'm like, not your job, not your job. And it comes back to the idea that like, unless someone is asking, like we talked about you, they're not able to receive an answer. Yeah. So every time, and this happens all the time in relationships, we try to fix each other. I still do it all the time. I just got married last year, which is very exciting. And thank you. And um, I'm always like, I'm finding, I'll catch myself because I have the awareness of like, oh, trying to fix that, Ooh, trying to fix that instead of just giving that person space to be and feel, which is much more freeing for yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. That's a great answer. Um, do, you, do you think the law of attraction expands out into groups and communities or in mm -hmm. countries um, and even the world like this pandemic? Did, mm -hmm. the, did the world attract that? <laughs> so firstly, I do not, I, I don't have that much divine knowledge, but I do choose to believe that everything that happens is for us in some way, because um, the, the alternative is that we're victims to this world, which is just something I don't believe. So I believe that everything happens in some way for us. And so yes, on a whole, the pandemic feels like an opportunity, like I was mentioning to awaken. And it's going to be harder for, it's going to, as we know, harder for some people than it is for other people. Everybody's having all these different individual experiences, all broad range, right? And so, but we, we always get what we are consistently vibrating, right? And, and Cassie and I were talking about this on our show, how whatever was our normal kind of going into the pandemic, it's going to like intensify that. So if someone's living in a lot of fear and scarcity and lack, it's going to make it worse for them. You know, it's going to be like, it's just going to heighten. It's going to add to that vibration. And if someone is living in a lot of freedom and openness and love, that's going to expand for them too. It's going to heighten that. It's just whatever it is you have going on, it's going to make it more intense. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How have you found it? <laughs> um, I'm in Austin, Texas. So Texas mm -hmm. has been one of the first ones to kind of open up more than others. So I'm uh, in Florida too. So where I feel like we're the same. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And so I've still been going to parks and getting sunshine and going for runs. So I don't think I, have been as shut in as people in like New York or something where yeah. they're living on top of each other and they're in these small enclosed spaces. So I think what you're saying, the experience of everything is, is different for everyone. Yeah. So I don't want to say that 
this is how it is and everyone should do this because it's like i i don't know where people are from and the the rules are different from for where they are so yeah um, but for me i think it's it brought me back to what's the essentials and what's necessary mm-hmm. so it's like i got a roof over my head i got uh food to eat mm-hmm. uh, i got a girlfriend and so we got sp- to spend more time together and so it's kind of like simplified a, a lot of my life yeah um, and i think that that's one of the most beautiful things that's happening so many of my clients are experiencing that as well like the oh my gosh i get to work from home do what i want when i want like it's like amplifying freedom for them because now they don't have to go to the office and and more of the extroverted people are are finding ways to like connect and you have this beautiful platform that you get to connect and share and and that is fueling your your truth right like your uh, opportunity to share and do what's important to you is more opportunity for that right yeah and I'm, yeah. I'm thankful for that and uh i just feel bad for the people who are actually struggling and don't mm-hmm. have you know the resources and everything that they need to succeed and yeah. so um send out good vibes to them that's uh, right and how you send out good vibes is by being true to you you know like living your life fully yeah mm-hmm. and so for the the people who maybe are furloughed or have lost their job. Um, How can law of attraction help those people right now? I mean, that's a very broad question. It depends like where you're at with understanding the power you have to create. So we were on a call yesterday with my, the group of women that I work with and one of them said, Oh, Hey, I got furloughed, you know, in the past month. And she's like, but because she's trained, because she understands how to, to, to manage all this, she was like, yeah, I didn't freak out. I tuned into this. I focused on this, blah, blah, blah. And out of the blue, I, a recruiter called me and wants me and, and I got hired and they're making me an offer and it's more. So there, everything is always just an opportunity for us. It doesn't matter whether there's a pandemic or not. People get, people get laid off and lose their jobs all the time. Yes, it's happening more, but it just means there's, it's just an opportunity and it's how we choose to respond to that opportunity that is going to predict the kind of experience we have or what we're creating. Yeah. And what about the money question? You know, how <laughs> How does everyone attract more money into their life? <laughs> well, if you want money, you're going to have to talk to my co-host, Cassie. She does a whole, her, all her whole platforms on manifesting more money. So you'll love that. Um, okay. But in general, the, it's the same principles, right? So we can't attract. So you want to identify, how do I feel when I have lots of money coming in? Okay, I feel free, I feel abundant, I feel like alive and excited. So same thing with the job, if that experience is up here and we are feeling scared and desperate and um, whatever, like negative, worrying, we can't, it's like we can't attract the different vibration because it's there's too much space, there's too much separation in those frequencies. So same thing, we have to find a way to focus in a way that is 
And even if it's one thing, even if it's one thing, we have the power to start to focus in a way to feel, to get closer to those feelings of freedom, of, of empowerment, of excitement, things like that. And so it's so just, it's so much training the mind. It's so much like being disciplined and making choices about what you're focused on. And I think the biggest thing is like, people just don't realize they have a choice in that. They're like, yeah, but my bank has no money. So duh, I'm going to feel bad. Right. <laughs> but you have a choice. And until you, you start to make that choice consistently, your experience will never change. Like it will never jump up. Even if you get a bunch of money in, if you don't change your vibration, your thoughts about money, how, how abundant you feel, or like Cassie says, your money story, your entire experience will never change. That money will go. Then you'll be back to where you were. It says everything is a reflection of your thoughts about it. It's yeah. so powerful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the main thread is I'm getting is I need to change myself and my thought patterns, um, bringing more awareness to how I'm thinking. Yeah. And once I know how thinking I'm, and feeling, how I'm thinking and feeling, then I need to create that new story. I need to mm -hmm. create that new empowering story about my love life, my career, my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> and so exactly. How did what was your introduction to law of attraction? What was the first time you heard about it? Um, when I was, I was pretty lucky. Like my parents had me in these like mind training courses when I was nine years old. Like <laughs> but I, who knows? I never knew it would be such a huge part of my life, but, um, and I would use it throughout sports. I was an athlete and I would do visualization and things like that. And so I was kind of familiar with like, we have some power, some control and able to choose our thoughts and focus. And then I was traveling in, um, 2009, I was in Australia traveling around and I loved it. And I came across a book by Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're big law of attraction people. They were in the secret. And um, then when I read that book, it was called the power of emotions or the astonishing power of emotions. It was just like an instant click. So I was like, Oh my God, this is it. I get this. And I had had, a, had some challenging relationships in my life and I didn't understand. I felt like I was being such a good, happy person and a nice person. I didn't understand why people were responding to me in mean ways. And so, or what felt like hurtful ways. And so reading this book really helped me like get it. Oh, I was putting out this, or I have this belief about this. That's why this is happening. And so I just read, that was my first introduction. And then it clicked and I started living it and talking, talking about it. And, um, it was just fun. It was inspiring. This is like that natural joy thing. It's very LOA story because my friends then would eventually ask me questions about this. Oh, Ginny, like, well, what's the law of attraction perspective on this? And I'm like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then one of my friends, uh, just randomly said, you're basically my law of attraction coach. And this was in 20, 2012. And I'm like, what, what is a law of attraction coach? You mean I could get paid to talk about law of attraction and help people learn this sign me up. And so that's kind of like how I got into it. It was very just natural progression. And did you have anyone on that journey with you or did you just start reading yourself? Uh, was yeah. you a mentor or anything? 
No, um, in 2013, I took a coaching program, like a certification, um, and that helped me kind of like get set more in how to start a business and start coaching practice. But all the LOA things I've learned have come from me reading or listening and then applying in my own life. And the, that's the biggest thing. People always come to me. They, they have the knowledge. They mostly have the knowledge, intellectual knowledge of law of attraction, but they're like, I don't get it. <laughs> how do I use this? You know, how do I use this in my life? And so that's kind of that missing little piece that I help people um, step into and apply so that they see it in their life so that they know and that they feel that empowerment. And so if somebody comes and works with you, what's the, what's a session look like, or what's the first one? Um, mm -hmm. How does, how do you, uh, I guess, what's a course go like? Uh, yeah. Um, so over time I've kind of put together kind of, you know, working with people, understanding what the process is and what they need to really step into it and, and get it. I put together kind of this five step system. Um, and it, and it kind of goes in three phases. So I work with people in a group, uh, or individually right now. And it's the first phase is really about like getting out of your own way and learning the basics. Okay. So that's that thing we talked about developing your awareness, understanding how you're feeling, because before we have that, we can't do anything. And one of the biggest things we do is we really stop trying to manifest because a lot of people that come in are like, I've been doing this, 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 I've been trying and it's not working. And I'm like, great. Okay. Let's stop that. <laughs> stop that way. And then, um, just with some like deliberate focus and really releasing resistance, um, is how I, how we term it. And, um, that's that first phase. And then the second phase is about clarifying. So getting clear on, Hey, what is it, what is it you want? And, there's a, there's kind of a key formula in here because people sometimes get too specific and that creates more resistance. So I've worked out a formula to help people get that kind of sweet spot of clarity. And the most important thing there is, is understanding who you're going to be. Okay. Because your beingness is like your energy. So like I mentioned before, we're not just trying to manifest stuff or things. We are really trying to, or we're really focused on becoming who we want to be in that process. And that's that like deeper level manifesting. Um, and then the third phase is about stepping into that person that you've clarified. So it's like you make it practical in your life and you start being that person. Um, and one of the kind of two differences I find in manifestors is that is how one, some people want to manifest things and then some people want to manifest a life. And they have very different outcomes, right? Like if you just want to manifest a thing, you 100% can. But if you want to manifest a life, like that's where you get the fulfilling stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I was like thinking about my process and like when I first just, I was just thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, when I first created the vision for my life and the timing, I was like, how, how fast do things happen? <laughs> <laughs> because people always ask that. And, and all the parts of my dream life that I had envisioned or set out at that time. So that was back in 2014. And when I got really clear about where I was going in the life I was creating and all but one of them have come true. And it's kind of been like this dream came true this year. That dream was the next year. That dream was the next year. And here I am five years later, truly living my dream. 
Now I'm just waiting for, um, we just bought a house in January and it's beautiful and I love it. And, but my dream house is still that one that's on the list and it's coming. And it makes sense why it's not here too. You know, it's not something that I'm sitting waiting for. I know it's coming. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just the timing of where life is right now. Yeah. So as you're yeah. writing out your dream life and mm -hmm. all the things that you want, if you have a few things on there and then you, you like you, you're manifesting and mm -hmm. you're checking these things off your list. <laughs> uh, it's gotta be a great feeling. It's the uh, best. Like when you, when you know, when you're a part of your creation, like we're here to be creators. We're not here to just sit back and, and take what comes. We have this incredible power to like be deliberate about what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. I'm, so, I'm so passionate about it, as you can see. <laughs> and so that's like a full cycle of manifesting or your original dream. So then do you go back and start at the beginning again? Kind right. of. I mean, your dream expands as you move along. So I have new dreams now, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing is like, we never get there. We'll never stop wanting things. We, mm -hmm. that's it's part of being human and it's fun to want. Listen, it's fun to want when you believe you can get it. It sucks yeah. to have desires if you don't believe you can get it. Yeah. So <laughs> for this, for this next round, are you, challenging yourself more because you have more self-belief and confidence in your in yourself mm -hmm. and then you're like you're going after bigger goals or Definitely. Is it like a different type of goals that you have because um know, what's cool is that because i have done it this way like everything's been kind of connected to my truth so it's nothing crazy it's nothing totally out in left field it's just a bigger version you know, so your, my first was to start a business, to be successful in a business. Now it's to like, okay, let's reach thousands and thousands of people in the business, you know? Okay. Then now let's reach million. Now let's get into schools. So one of my like secret big long-term vision goals is to get this stuff at least into teachers, like understanding how they're relating to their students. Um, but starting to get this into education, like imagine if we learned this in school, yeah uh -huh. it would be mind-blowing like self-formant we would have so many more happy people in the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think definitely the school system i've heard a lot about reforming the education system but it doesn't seem like anyone makes ground or progresses when they when they try it's i don't I don't have any kids right now, so I don't know what, mm -hmm. it, what it's like currently. I just know what I went through. Yeah. And it was like, I had to just self-educate myself right after school exactly. to try to, you know, really learn how my brain operates, how my body mm -hmm. operates. And it was like, you're, you're not taught, you're taught how to memorize random facts that you can Google. And um, please your teacher. And get good grades like yes there's some important things that we learn in school but it could be so much more powerful <laughs> right I think the only good thing is we're kind of all on the same level so everyone went through it and so <laughs> <laughs>
So really, if you want to succeed or be successful, then you have to continue to educate yourself, um, continue to seek out knowledge and be curious. Like the law of attraction is, mm-hmm. is a way to, to think and operate and mm-hmm. um, attract things and have goals in your life. And so mm-hmm. I think I think what you're teaching is is very admirable and um, <laughs> is is well needed in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that surprised you as you're learning it, or what what did you have the most hang up on as you're learning the law of attraction? Mm. Some of the biggest shifts I've made obviously have been in relationships. Um, so living this way has been like, it's all about being empowered, right? It's all about taking responsibility for your life and then learning, learning how to get what what you want, the experiences you want, but that it's possible even that's a huge part of it. And so much of that, I mean, it's all about us. It's all about us. And I think that's been the most surprising thing is just constantly growing into, Oh yeah, that's my responsibility too. Oh yeah, that's like, okay, yeah, that belief was getting in the way there. And it's not about like, oh, the workforce doesn't pay well. It's not about this location is awful to live. We want to blame the outside so much. Mm -hmm. And that the biggest thing I learned that I keep learning is that there's always something within me that's like creating that or that's a match to that. So I always have something to to switch or refine or open to that is going to be more in alignment with what I want. Yeah. yeah that brings to mind a book by Jocko Willenick called mm-hmm. Extreme Ownership. Yeah. And, oh, I love that title. And it's all about taking ownership and responsibility and, mm-hmm. and not putting the blame on, on your boss who won't let you do the creative thing that you want to do or, yeah. It's you're taking ownership for the project. So you're going to do it how you want to do it. And you're going to live with those results and consequences. And so it's not putting blame, just accepting responsibility. Accepting responsibility. So I think that that came to mind when you're talking about that. And I think that's, that's a good book. I like to call it, um, like there's a lesson in in the stuff I teach called radical responsibility and that's what it's all about. And I, so I think like in, that is one of the biggest things that has transformed within me and the people that I'm working with is that, and it's, it's a constant process, but to release blame. And Mm -hmm. that includes, so oftentimes when we try to do that, we say, okay, if it's not their fault, it's my fault. (laughs) And I'm like, well, no, 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 no. That's not, it's not your fault either. Cause a lot of people will say when they learn about law of attraction, they're like, fine, this is my responsibility. Well, then I'm an awful person. But it, that's, that's against, that's not what we're after either. It's just, it's removing blame, period. You know, what if we didn't have to blame anything? What if it was just okay? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a, so kind of just a random question. Is there a, a small item, probably like under a hundred dollars that, you know, you really brings you a lot of value in your life. That is so random. <laughs> um, 
is this like something I manifested or just randomly? I mean, and you could have bought, bought it off Amazon or at Walmart. I mean, I feel yeah. like there's a number of those things. Let me think. I, I don't know if I can come up with something off the top of my head like that. A mug. I love my coffee mugs. So that would be something that feels like it's very connected. Like when you get to sit and have that time for yourself. Um, this one, this isn't one of the ones, but this is one of my favorites because it's very law of attraction. I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I get what I want. I started saying that earlier, like very early in the LOA journey. I get what I want. If I want it, I get it. If I want it, I get it. And you start to like program that belief within yourself. Mm -hmm. Would you mm -hmm. consider that an uh, affirmation? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is that part of the law of attraction? Do you teach people? Definitely. Yeah. Maybe. How to make powerful affirmations. Cause a lot of people are making affirmations that they're not connected to, or that aren't, that don't resonate or come from their truth. Right. So mm -hmm. you can manifest whatever you want, but it's a lot easier when it's you're connected to what it is you want, you know? And is that something you help people come up with the perfect affirmation or do they Definitely. come up with their own? Both. So we work on it together. There's a process and it all depends. Like it again, comes back to how they feel about it. And one affirmation isn't going to work for you forever or maybe even for a long time. It just, you have to pay attention to how it feels to you when you're saying that affirmation. But there's things I, I started saying years ago that now are true for me in like in evidence ways in physical ways. You know, I, before I was living my dream life, I would say my dreams are coming true. My dreams are coming true. And now I experience my dreams coming true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So as we wrap up here, I'd like to end more positively. So what's uh, something positive and, and light that you know brings joy to your life right now i live in florida <laughs> <laughs> so during this time so I, I am from canada i grew up north of uh Tor toronto and so this has been a dream come this is one of my dreams to live in a place that's warm all year long and so i've been really appreciating this weather here and the opportunity to be outside when we have to be um home so much so that brings so much joy to my life <laughs> that's awesome well I want to thank yeah. you Jenny and uh, commend you for all the hard work that you're doing to spread <laughs> positive vibes and to get people to open their mind and to believe in themselves and to actually go after their dreams and manifest their their own life and so I want to thank you for everything that you're doing um, how do people, thanks so much <laughs> uh, how, how do people connect with you where where do they go online to um they can yeah i'm on you know facebook instagram i have a website and if you just google Ginny gain g-i-n-n-y-g-a-n-e you'll my stuff will come up and you can find me there best way <laughs> thank you so much thank you blake it's been awesome